This is Chad Harrison, and you're listening to Hope Alive, applying God's word to your daily life. Hi, this is Chad Harrison, and I am the teaching pastor of Lake Community Church and have been serving as a pastor for 25 years. I'm also a practicing attorney. This podcast is designed to help you study God's word and find God's will for your life. I pray in the name of Jesus right now that God would open up his word to you and allow you to see him and to know him and to know his will, that you might glorify him and that you might walk in faith and power each and every day, especially today in Jesus' name. Good morning. Welcome to Lake Community Church's morning Bible study. We're in Exodus chapter 20 and verse 15, and it is one of the short short commandments. It's it's the second short commandment that we have in scripture. It is thou shalt not steal. And it is it is the, the commandment that gives us a lot of insight into God's view of our modern times. Because up until up until recently, and when I say recently, you got to remember as far as world's history is concerned, recently means the last couple of hundred years, the last few hundred years. Until recently, Economic systems have basically been based off of some form of mock of my mind just went blank, but some some form of selling and trading of items. It's a barter system. Now, as money has risen in influence and ability, and that was basically brought about during the time of Christ and right before that, governments began to mint and put together money and put together finances as far as actual coins that were that were made of precious metals. And those coins had value and those value that value was a, was a value that could be held in that coin and you could give it to somebody else. And if somebody had something that you needed, Maybe you needed for life. Maybe you wanted as a desire. And remember, up until up until the last hundred years, most of the people in the world have lived in abject poverty. Until really the 1800s or the 19th century. Until the 19th century, 99% of the world lived in abject poverty. We're in a place now in the world where almost half the world is middle class or higher. And the reason that is, is because of modern economic systems. And uh, when I say modern economic systems, I'm talking about capitalism. Capitalism has become one of the economic systems that is caused the world to become wealthy. And uh, there are economic systems as opposed to capitalism. And I know you've heard these things used as governmental systems, but they're really definitions of economic systems. You've got Marx, you've got the Marxisms, which are fascism, communism, and socialism. And basically, and you're going, why are you talking about this during Thou Shalt Not Steal? I'm going to get there. The capitalism is private control and private ownership of the means of production, meaning I own, private people own and control because there's a difference between owning and controlling it. Ownership and control of the ways to make things that other people want. Now, socialism is private ownership of the most of the means of production, but public ownership 
of some of the key means of production. Socialism might be the government's controlling or owning the medical system or the utilities like the power com- the power companies or the water companies or the gas companies. That would be the government controlling some of the critical infrastructures, but the but but the private citizens own most of the other means of production. Communism is government ownership and government control of the means of production, meaning the government owns and controls everything, okay? Now you go, well, what is fascism? Interestingly enough, fascism is private ownership, meaning the people own most of the means of production, but the government controls it, okay? Now that is what fascism is. Now, a lot of times people will call things fascist that are not fascist. Fascism is the government controls everything, but the private citizens theoretically own everything. But I would say to you, if the government controls it, then the private citizens don't own it. And uh, Nazi Germany had a lot of corporations that people owned, but Adolf Hitler determined whether or not whether or not things were going to be produced and how much was going to be produced and how much those factories and those companies were going to make for the government. The same thing happened in, in Imperial Japan. The emperor decided what everything was going to be so made and what was going to be produced. And so the people may have owned the means of production, but they didn't control the means of production. Now, this verse of scripture that we see here you shall not steal is a very important verse. It, it deals with really two major aspects of what we argue over and what we worry about in our modern culture in, in the days that we live in today. The first thing is that the rabbis that, that began to write and to begin to think about these things over the centuries since God gave the Ten Commandments, first of all, they placed a great emphasis on you shall not steal to emphasize people. You can't take somebody, you cannot kidnap somebody and take them into captivity and and sell them or cause them to be your slave as our slave trade was in the 16th, 17th, 18th century when we bought and sold people that were captured by someone else and sold into slavery. These people weren't these people weren't indentured servants meaning they didn't sell their service to someone so that they could get a benefit. They were stolen and or they were kidnapped and taken into captivity. And by the way, that type of slavery still goes on today. Interestingly enough, that type of slavery goes on in the Muslim world. Pretty great deal of it goes on in the Muslim world. And slavery is still the form of slavery that we think of slavery still goes on in the world. And this you shall not steal, this you shall not steal is a direct has a direct correlation with saying, you shall not take someone else's freedom. You shall not steal someone else's freedom because as far as God's concerned, that's an important aspect of a person. God created us with a free will. And the reason he created us with a free will is because we were made in his image and he freely chooses things. And the main thing he freely chooses is he freely chooses to love us. And so if you take someone's freedom from them, you are stealing an essence of what God made in man. You're stealing something from them that is not yours to steal. We understand that and we hold truths to be self-evident. That's what our that's what our Declaration of Independence says, that all men are created equal and endowed by their creator, meaning there is a creator 
and that they are endowed with that create by that creator with certain rights and among them meaning the highest of them is life liberty and the pursuit of happiness that means we have a right to our own life and we have a right to our own freedom and we have a right to pursue our own will notice that right to life right to freedom and right to pursue our own will, which is the pursuit of happiness, the pursuit of our own desires, the pursuit of our own wills. And when you steal someone's freedom, you're in direct conflict with the 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 commandment, you shall not steal. Now, you go, what does that have to do with economic systems? Intrinsic in this in this commandment is that people have things that you can take. And sure, you can take their endowed rights by their creator. You can take those things from them, and that would be theft. That would be a direct, that would be breaking of this commandment. That would be breaking of the eighth commandment. You shall not steal. But it also is an understanding that people have a right to to the to their labor. And that means they have a right to to alienate their labor, meaning sell their labor, the product of their own work, their own body, their own mind, their own heart. They have a right to sell that labor to others for gain, for some kind of remuneration, for some method by which somebody gives them uh, gives them some financial gain or some material gain for their work, meaning I have a right to my work. Now, if I don't have a right to my work, what am I? I'm a slave. If I don't have a right to the product of my labor, then I'm a slave. And I have a right to alienate, which means to give it away for something else. And what is that something else oftentimes? That something else, generally speaking, is usually private property, meaning my property. I have a right to the things that I have created and I have made and I have sold to others so that I can get this property. And that private property in our legal system comes in the form of two, two ways. You've got personal property and you've got real property. Now, real property is land. Real property is houses. Real property are things that are attached to, to the land, the product of land. Real property is are the things that that are attached to and on and actually the land itself. And we have a right to those things. We have a right to those things that which we have purchased ourselves, which we have bought or our family has bought and passed down to us. And when you don't have a right to those things, or you don't have a right to control those things, there is in our form of government that we call that a governmental taking, or someone has taken something that's yours. Now, if they've taken it be if they've taken it against your will, what is that? Well, that's theft. Okay, that's stealing. And we understand that people have a right to private property. Now, you're going to hear people say that I don't have a right to private property. Everything is owned by other people. Every it, other people made those things. We heard a president just in the last in the last 10, 15 years tell us that you didn't make that. That's not true. We did make it. That's not true. We did produce that. When I sell my labor, when I sell my work and someone gives me money or any other remuneration, any other thing that I might get, when I sell that and give that to someone else for my labor, then what I got from them because I worked for them, that's mine. That's my property. And intrinsic in the Eighth Commandment here is the understanding that people have a right to their private property. And if you take that private property or 
if you control that private property, if you control that private property, you are taking from them. Now, there are some reasons for takings. There's some reason for taking someone else's private property, but it better be a really good reason, and there better be compensation for that. Say, say the government wants to put a road in, and they want to put a road over your land. Can they take your property and put a road in over your land? Yeah, sure they can. That's a public work, and they can do that. But what must they do? They must compensate you for that fair market value. They must compensate you for what they've taken from you. And there are things that are properly taken. Some would say taxes are properly taken. In order for the government to, to protect your private rights, the government ought to be able to tax you in some way so that they can provide that pr protection because the government is providing a labor to you so that you might be protected and your resources might be protected. That's a that's that would be a right for the government to do a taking. How much they do, that's decided by the people and the government. So it's important to understand that there are reasons for takings that are not theft. But when the government takes uh, property from you, or when other people take property from you that you've earned by your own work. That is, that's stealing. And the Bible says, thou shalt not steal. You don't take from others unless you compensate them or unless you, unless it's absolutely necessary. Now, there are times when things are absolutely necessary. There are times when there's a giant fire in a city, and this has happened in our past, and the government had to knock down buildings in order to create a fire break. That's a taking that was necessary because those buildings were going to burn anyway. And so they knocked down the buildings in order to create a fire break in order to save portions of the city. That's a taking. That happened in San Francisco during the San Francisco, great San Francisco fire of the early part of last century. That's happened a lot in our country. And that taking was a necessity. But when we take from someone else's labor and we do not compensate them back, when we take from someone else's labor and do not compensate them back, we're stealing from them because their labor is theirs. They have a natural right to that labor. They have a freedom to choose how their labor is going to be spent because they're free, because they have a right to their own life, and because they have a right to pursue their own will or pursue their own happiness. And understanding that pursuit of happiness or that pursuit of your own will is innate to a human being is important. And we find that in these few short words in Exodus chapter 15, chapter 20, verse 15, the eighth commandment, you shall not steal. <laughs> now, let's bring this full circle. It's important to understand that there are economic systems that steal from their people their natural rights. A communist system assumes that all the means of production, including the citizenry, and, and all the labor is theirs to control. That's wrong. That's, that's against God's law. Socialism, in some ways at times, can be wrong because if it takes from someone and does not properly compensate them and controls other people's resources, that's wrong. Now, fascism is definitely wrong, just like communism is. Fascism and communism, they, there's no excuse for them. Fascism is where private people own their own property or own their own labor, but the government tells you what to do with it.
If you say I own my car, but you tell me what to do with it all the time, do I really have control of my car? Do I really have, do I really own my car or do you own my car and you're just telling me what to do? And that, that generally leads to it, 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 it leads to the government coming dictatorial. It leads to the government oftentimes becoming terrible and killing people and destroying people because they don't want to give up what's theirs, control of what they have. And so communism and fascism, which are two sides of the same coin, one of them, the government controls everything, one of them, the government owns everything, are totally out of line with this simple understanding that God gives us in Exodus chapter 20, verse 15. And that simple understanding is you have a right to the things that are produced by you, and you have a right to the product that is produced by you. If I do a work for someone and they pay me for that work, I have a right to the product of that work. I have a right to that money. And the government should not take or control that unless they have good reason and unless they properly compensate us for it. And there are good reasons and good and good ways in which we are compensated for our labor by the government when they take it. But the truth is that the government does not own my labor and the government does not own my pursuit of my own will, and the government does not own my life, nor should the government control my labor, control my pursuit of my own will, or control my life, because it is mine. And when people own or have control, own or have control of their own life, of their own freedom, and of their own pursuit of their own will, pursuit of happiness, when they have the right to that, People live free and people generally produce a lot with their labor, which is to the benefit of all. And that is what we gain as an economic system, what we gain as an understanding from God's word, which we've put into practice in the last three, four hundred years as civilization. And as we've put that into practice, people have been brought up out of poverty and there is a lot of wealth that is not controlled by the elite or by kings and rulers, but are controlled by the people. And we need to work in every way to protect that because we do not have a right to steal or to take from others. We do not have a right to take the product of someone else's life as our own. And we do not have that right as individuals, and we do not have that right as a part of a governmental system. People have a right to their own life, their own freedom, and their own pursuit of their own happiness. Well, I would say to you that that's just a basic economics 101, understanding of government, understanding of the Bible, understanding how God sees private property. And I pray that you'll think about that and consider that as you go through your life. As you go today, I pray that the Lord will bless you and keep you, that he'll make his face to shine upon you, and that he will give you hope and peace today in Jesus' name.